right, I think we are a go, folks. So let me get this intro out of the way. Welcome to the Impact Lane. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, in the base that brings out beyond than just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We're even amplifying those voices and having from those perspective I'm sorry, from those perspective fields and having this, their stories told here on the Impact Play. You can be a part of the live show experience over at twitch.tv backslash the impact play and by clicking on that on that notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. You simply search for the impact play. However you consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. Join us on Patreon, where several recruits and above get the show ad-free. Gold recruits and above have exclusive access to not only the post-show, but they can even call in and be a part of the live show experience. Over at patreon.com backslash the impact play. I am your show host, Muhammad, otherwise known as It's Yagu. This is episode 100, episode 100. On the week's agenda, we have a new trailer for Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, Kitty Perry's latest signal, s- signal, single, sorry, <laughs> DJ Khaled scores his third number one album on the Billboard 200, the WNBA celebrates its 25th season, Kobe Bryant has been officially inducted into the Hall of Fame, updates on Battlefield 6, could we be getting a console by the folks over at Valve? Plus the top stories of the week. So, welcome to the very first segment of the show where we discuss what we have been playing and essentially what we've been on. So, uh, without further ado, I guess we're going to hop into the very first segment. Uh, if you guys have been paying attention to our, our even... Uh, being up to date with us at our live streams over at twitch.tv backslash impact play i've begun playing my first ever playthrough of resident evil 8 or village i've been having a blast with it and that was my first ever playthrough the the vod is live now on my personal youtube channel so you could check that out it's a uh, it's the search for Itsigu, I-T-S-Y-A-G-O-O-H on YouTube and enjoy it there. And I've been meaning to play Apex Legend, uh, Apex Legends Season 9. Hopefully I'll be on that later on today. Because the plan is to also get back to Resident Evil 8. So we're gonna uh, uh, juggle between those two. Have have haven't happened to Apex for a couple of for a couple of days, and what I'm trying to complete now, uh, for the entertainment side is Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Remorse, it's still in progress over on Prime Video. So if you guys haven't watched it, be sure to, to do so. It stars Michael B. Jordan, and also one more thing before we hop into hop into the news. I did watch the Bad Batch episode 3, and we're going to get into that later on in the post show, later on today. If you guys want to be a part of that discussion, be sure you watch it before you join us there, because it, uh, there will be spoilers. And you can join us on patreon.com backslash the impact play. But otherwise, that's about it. 
So, I guess let's hop into the news. All right, all right. Ugh, forgot to get everything open. All right, give me a second, folks. I have everything. I had everything written. Like I have the doc open, but not the articles themselves, so we can discuss what's going on. Just bear with me. Bear with me, please. Okay. Now, now we have everything open. Let me organize this. All right. I guess we're going to start now, folks. Apologize for the little wait. All right. <clears throat> the first one we have is about the Venom 2 trailer. Let there be carnage. And it's supposed to... And it's apparently supposed to come out later on in the year. Uh, let's see. Give me a second. And the scheduled release date September twenty fourth. Hopefully that's that on we won't get any delays or what have you. But there was a trailer, and if you guys haven't watched it, I haven't watched it either, so there won't be any spoilers. But what I will discuss about this is that this, the I should say, the Venom movies are going to be completely separate from the MCU. It'll have, and then Sony is working on building its own universe, or should I say, say Spider-Verse. It'll be completely independent on its own. So don't expect any sort of crossover between the MCU and the Spider-Verse. Or should I say Sony Spider-Verse. But yeah, there were little teas, little Easter eggs within the trailer that I saw. I saw screenshots, but not the trailer itself, which are, are nice little tidbits. But that's all that we're going to dive into. But I'm definitely hyped about this new film that's coming out. Alright, so moving forward. Warner Brothers is reportedly searching for a black director and actor to front its new Superman movie. This is coming from IGN, which is doing great, by the way. They're doing more than just gaming, entertainment, um, movies, and so on. Okay, so according to an anonymous source talking to the Hollywood Reporter, Warner Brothers and DC are committed to hiring a black director to helm the movie, the script for which is being written by Tanahisi Coates. Sorry if I bashed that. The plan is reportedly for the movie to feature a black actor in the role of Superman. A source said it would be a tone and death for J.J. Uh, Abrams, who was attacked. Who is attached to produce to also direct? The report has no concrete details on who would take on the role of Superman, nor which directors could be in the running. THR sources could do, however, note that this incarnation of Superman will not be part of the DCEU born from the ashes of the Snyderverse. While Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman 
Jason Momoa's Aquaman and Ezra Miller's Flash will continue a linked DC Universe on screen. The current plan is reportedly for the new Superman to be a standalone, much like Matt Reeves' upcoming The Batman and Todd Phillips' The Joker. So this is going to be completely independent, like the Sp- like Sony Spider-Verse, I should say. So it won't even be in universe, it'll be just a independent film, essentially. What do we got here? Mm, I guess we're going to move on to music. Katy Perry's latest debut or single is Electric, which stars a, an, an unforeseen crossover with the Pokemon Company. I, you guys can go see it. I'm not going to play it here due to DCMA strikes and the likes, but I'm going to give you guys the link if you guys want to watch it. Watch the video. But I've already listened to the single, and it's great. And this is... It's all a part of Pokemon's music-focused 25th anniversary celebration. Previously, they had Post Malone as well. So, like I said, gaming's crossing over... Gaming is essentially breaking barriers, like we're doing here on Impact Play. They're breaking barriers with with music, which is great. But I'm, I'm... Elevating that even further. I'm doing in between sports and even entertainment. So hopefully other companies will follow suit. This uh, crossover is great. It's tremendous for not just the gaming space, but for the entertainment space, music, sports, and so on. It's better for everyone. And now... We're going to move on to DJ Khaled's. This is coming over at Complex. DJ, ha- DJ Khaled earned his number one on the Billboard 200 chart with Khaled Khaled. Billboard reports his 12th studio album scored 93,000 equivalent album units with 76,000 compromised of SEA units equaling 106.87 million on demand streams of the album's tracks and 14,000 in album sales. Even though Khaled Khaled didn't perform well as his previous effort, Father of Rashad, which amassed 106,000 units in its first week, it was enough to, th- to dethrone last week's number one against his pain for a money bag yo. And I've already paid attention to this because I've been following him. Before, uh, as soon as he debuted his latest album, like he's been working nonstop, and things don't just fall out of opportunities. It doesn't just fall out of thin air. You have to create that window of opportunity. You have to keep working and hustling, whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever goals you're trying to reach. Keep reaching it, even if you reach those goals. Go a step further beyond. Keep working towards even more goals. Keep moving that goal line even further. Don't just reach that reach one goal line and that's it. No, keep going even further. And now we're going to go on to sports. Uh, so if you were to go to Google and search, just go to Google and search WNBA and just, here I'll show you guys what will happen. Let's see. Uh, so if you guys, for all you audio listeners out there, you're, gonna, you're missing out a whole lot. 
So you could, if you, even if you can't join us live on Twitch, you can join us later on on YouTube.com backslash the Impact Play. They view this VOD later on at your at your own time. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna reset it to 100. Studio mode, okay. Now, if you, for instance, WNBA. Search. Oops, enter. Let's take a look at what happens. Because they're on their 25th season. I love this. Like the WNBA is doing great things, even though their viewership isn't that great because a lot of people focus on the NBA and the actual NBA. But still, though, we're going to go into another new story as well in regards to the 25th season, as well as uh, a new partnership with an athlete from the WNBA. So. Uh, this one's coming. This first one's coming over from Sound Bend Tri Tribune. The WNBA is back and celebrating its silver anniversary. It was busy. It was a busy offseason for the longest-running women's professional sports league that will tip off its 25th season. Well, it actually tipped, tipped it off. It was this past Friday, as of this recording. There is a lot of player movement in the offseason, headlined by Candace Parker heading home to Chicago after playing the first 13 years of her career in Los Angeles. The fifth champion, Seattle, will try to become the first WNBA team to win consecutive titles since Los Angeles did in 2001 and 2002. The Storm will have a strong nucleus with Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart, and Joelle Lloyd leading the way. They added veteran Candice Dupree might need to find replacements for Natasha Howard, who went to New York, and Alicia, Alicia Clark, who went to Washington. Uh, welcome back. So that's essentially it. That's the highlight. Okay, here we go. And then this next article is coming from NPR. Brenna Stewart of the Seattle Storm announced a deal for a signature shoe with sports brand Puma. And it's the first partnership after a, for a WNBA star to get a shoe deal for after, after a full decade. So Stewart will will be only the 10th player to have a, sig a signature shoe deal following Candace Parker's deal with Adidas, which is great that the women are actually breaking barriers that are simply focused on just men's sports. Actually, you know what would be even great if we could have her on the show? I'm going to reach out and hopefully we can have a, an appearance, a, a guest appearance from her on the show. <clears throat> 
I'm going to work on that, folks. So just know that uh, we are, are working on great things here on the, on the Impact Play. Next, we have, this was coming from CNN. Kobe Bryant was officially indicted, inducted, I'm sorry, into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, a sport of the class of 2020 on Saturday night. I wish my husband was here to accept this incredible reward, Bryant's wife Vanessa Bryant said at the ceremony. As she was joined on stage by basketball legend Michael Jordan, he and Gigi deserve to be here to witness this. Gigi would be so proud to watch her daddy get enshrined into the Basketball Hall of Fame. The NBA legend was posthumously elected into the Hall last April in his first year of eligibility, just months after Brian, his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna and seven other people were killed in a, well, in a helicopter crash last year. There will never be anyone like Kobe, Vanessa Bryant said. Kobe was one of a kind. He was special. He was humble. Off the court, but bigger than life. She concluded, congratulations, baby. All of your hard work and sacrifices have paid off. You did it. You're in the Hall of Fame now. You're a true champ. You're not just an MVP, you are an all-time great. I am so proud of you. I love you forever and always. Among the nine inducted on Saturday were former Minnesota Timberwolves and Boston Celtics forward Kevin, Gr Kevin Garnett and San Antonio Spurs forward Tim Duncan, who re reminisced on playing against the Hall of Fame classmates Gar Garnett and Brian. You're at your best. When you face the best, Duncan said, I want to say thank you to the late, great Kobe Bryant and to Kevin Grant. You guys demand the best out of me, and it brought the best out of me. Thank you, guys. WNBA's Indiana Fever legend Tamika Chachings was also inducted for Saturday. Basketball chose me, Chachings said. An awkward, lengthy, lanky, introverted tomboy. Born with a hearing disability, a speech impairment, and a will to overcome obstacles, dreaming and to change the world. We all, we all have dreams and goals, Chattings added. And whether you're young or old, born with a disability, or have been told of the things you can't not accomplish. Tonight, I shared the same words that my parents shared with me with a twist. If anyone can do it, you can. Shoot for the stars. Work hard and catch your dream. Among the others inducted were coaches Kim Mulcahy, Barbara Stevens, Eddie Sutton, and Rudy Janovich. Swiss basketball and Swiss sorry Swiss basketball executive Patrick Baumann was passed. So mostly inducted by the International Committee. So hopefully we can bring somebody over from the WNBA on a future episode of the, uh, the show. Alright, now we're going to go into gaming. So the top new stories we have. Battlefield 6 is coming from Game Rant. And Game Rant and, uh, and Video Games Chronicles alike. Battlefield 6 fans have been waiting a long time for the game's trailer. And wait, and the wait will be finally 
come to an end soon when gamers do finally get to see Battlefield 6 in action. He seems confident that, will, that they will be impressed by what is shown as the company's CEO and CFO have heavily praised the trailer in the same earnings call that revealed Battlefield 6 cross-generation status. EA CEO Andrew Wilson hyped up the game for investors and fans alike. While Wilson did not address annualized releases for the game modes that will feature in Battlefield 6, he did say, however, that he had the chance to see the work-in-progress trailer last week. Per Wilson, the footage is incredible, with the CEO stating the massive battles of the battle as a major draw. He also hyped up the increased player count, adding that the next-generation version of the game is particularly impressive. Alright, now we're going to go into Video Games Chronicle. So, Andrew Wilson announced that plans to release the game for will be cross-generational. So, between PS4, Xbox One, as well as the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series consoles and PC. During the company's earnings call on Tuesday. So, EA. Uh, what's this? has plans to reveal the new Battlefield this holiday, with the game set to arrive during its fiscal third quarter ending on December 31st, 2021. So maybe we get one for, we get a new Battlefield by the, by the holiday? We'll see. Alright, Halo Infinite. We have more details. So, all these are coming from Screen Rent. A recent leak at some of Xbox's planned reveals of E3 for E3 next month, including new looks at Halo's Infinite and Forza Horizon 5 after being cancelled last year due to COVID. Already, uh, so that's essentially it. Suspect so big games to be announced on E3. Oops, not what I wanted. So we have new bits of pieces of information uh, from Halo Infinite. Uh... Uh, da, da, da. We have a new weapon, the scrap cannon, and, and a new uh, wheeled vehicle, the Razorback, as well as two new brute characters that the Chief can expect to encounter on his journey. That's essentially it. So, I guess we're going to move on to another high-level news story for you guys. Well, technically, they're not really high-level. They're really not new, noteworthy news. I guess you could say. So, this one's coming from Screen Rant. Uh, current documents suggest a new open world simulation game mode may be coming to Fortnite very soon. Video game publisher Epic Games is currently in a legal battle, we know about that. We're going to get to that legal battle on this next article. Do we have an article about it? I could have sworn we did. Uh, let me look into this. Of course, we had something about See something real quick. Bear with me for a moment, folks. Epic Oh, here it is. This is going from Game Industry. That biz. So, kind of sworn we have the article. 
Oh, perfect. <laughs> I know I had it here somewhere, but I didn't put 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 these articles together. Okay. So this one's coming from GamesIndustry.biz. The judge overseeing the Epic versus Apple case has received several requests from game publishers and other companies to see some some of the information that is coming to light as part of the ongoing trial. In a court document seen by GamesIndustry.biz judge Vian Gonzalez Rogers responded to sealing. Requests from Sony, Nintendo, Roblox, PayPal, Spotify, and Samsung, as well as Epic and Apple. On the very first day of the trial, various documents connected to not only Epic and Apple, but also companies that were partnered with became publicly available via online hosting sites that was used for evidence and other files as the trial continues. The recombination of this leak and the trial itself, uh, we already know about that. Uh, let's see. The judge granted Roblox request and partially granted Sony's, observing that some information has already, has already been disclosed to the to the public. Well, my thoughts on this is I should have should before it, it was already disclosed. It should have been a private matter between them. Like all these companies have private business information, so it has no. It has no right to be in the public's eye or in the light of uh, the, the light of of the public. So, should have thought about this beforehand. Of course, you can't do nothing about it now, but moving forward, you should. Okay, that's why I don't like about this particular sentence. Gonzalez Rogers also denied Sony's request to around ten sensitive and confidential documents since they have her, since they have already have been leaked so come on think you should have thought about this beforehand that's why that's why she said no it's already out so there's nothing we can do well you should have thought about this beforehand as the trial was going on it's not how this should be should have been done sony did may file a renewed request on on or before may 14th to seal or redact specific information that has yet to be dis disclosed Sony was granted its request to steal server documents, so come on. Like, I don't understand these judges and so on. They don't, they're not business oriented people. So they couldn't care less about this business's private documents. The only reason why they brought the light is because the court ordered them to be brought, to be brought over to the trial. Otherwise, they would have been well, we, uh, they would have been outside of the public view. Come on, just, like, I don't understand that at all. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like this at all. All right, moving forward. Uh, let's see. We're gonna get into the Valve console. This coming from Games Radar. Valve president Game Newell has teased that Steam games could be coming to consoles during a public Q and A session. During a panel interview at Sancta Maria College in Auckland, New Zealand, Noel was asked if Steam will be porting any games to console, or it, will it just be, or, or will it just stay on PC? Noel's answer has has been surprisingly candid, as he replied that he would get a better idea of that by the end of this year. The tease. 
elicited a delightful ooh from the crowd. And since the video was posted out online, the internet has gone wild with speculation. Now, uh, let me see. Well, that's essentially it, but we might be seeing a Steam console, a console from the folks over above later on this year. If not, it might be a partnership between these consoles as well. Xbox, Sony, I'm pretty sure not Nintendo, but yeah. Well, we'll see. I feel like a partnership is less likely because Xbox has Game Pass. Why would they bring over Steam games to Xbox and Sony and Nintendo alike? So we'll see how this goes. And now for the uh, not uh, the noteworthy news stories. Remedy is revealing development updates for four new games. The Q1 business report published earlier this week. The Remedy's official website, the developer co commented on several upcoming projects. Now that they're all wrapped up with control, the Crossfire team is finalizing the single player's operations for Simulagate. Smilegate's Crossfire and Cross HD, with both of these games launching in 2021. This is a significant year for Crossfire, the details began. Next, a new Donkey Kong game could be in development with the Super Mario Odyssey team. It's coming from Games Radar. According to Nintendo Life and YouTuber The Lonely Guma, Nintendo is looking to bring Donkey, Diddy, and the rest of the of Donkey Kong Country gang back for a new game created by Nintendo EPD, the team behind Super Mario Odyssey. This rumor originally began after the lonely Goomba tweeted that I heard an unlikely rumor that the Mario Odyssey team is working on a 3D Donkey Kong Kong game. Donkey... Oh, I don't know why I said Donkey Kong twice, but yeah. This was a seemingly backed up by Nintendo Life, which also stated that they had heard the same rumor from an independent source. However, they also noted that the source claims that the game is said to be a 2.5D game, not a 3D game like Super Mario Odyssey. Next, Google Stadia is apparently alive and well. This is coming from GamesIndustry.biz. The company closed its, inter its internal de development studio. We know about that. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, uh, marketing lead Nate Hernell tells GamesIndustry.biz the platform is alive and well. We're well on our way to over 100 new games launching on Stadia in 2021, and we'll continue to make Stadia a great place to play games on devices you already own. He says, I'd tell any non believers to take a notice of how we're continuing to put our words into action. As we grow the Stadium Makers part, uh, program and partner with AAA studios like Capcom, EA, Square Enix, Ubisoft, as well as others. When pressed for more information, Ahern said Google was focused on developing uh, value for our partners and on behalf of our players. He pointed to the release of newer titles on the platform, such as last week's Resident Evil 8 Village. The introduction of AAA hits like Resident Evil 7 and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on the, to the Stadia Pro subscription. We pushed for more information. 
uh, then the company said it will be finding new roles for as much as the SG and E team as possible. As for the six joining Raymond's team, Google is happy they were able to find new opportunities. Their product team for Stadia were told is now led by long long time Googler and Stadia founder Dove, Dove Dimring. Dove has been instrumental as a, as a senior leader in the product development for both projects. Stream and Stadia, the spokesperson added, he will be leading the new team toward our goals of creating the best possible platform for gamers and technology for our partners. My take on this is that why would anyone pay a subscription to play these AAA titles that apparently are coming to their platform? Because in addition to a subscription, you still have to buy the games. So you you need a subscription to access the platform, and 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 you need to purchase these games apparently individually. So why would I waste my money, my wallet, just to play it on a platform that's literally brand new, instead of playing it on something that's been going on for years? Might be wrong. So that's my feedback on that. Ubisoft has released a statement of clarification after executives said that the company was no longer aiming to release three three to four AAA games a year in its earnings call this week. Our intention is to deliver a diverse lineup of games that players will love across all platforms. The company said, we are excited to be invested more in free-to-play experiences. However, we want to clarify that this does not mean we are reducing our AAA offerings. Our aim is to continue to deliver premium experiences to players such as Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Quarantine, Riders Republic, and Skull and Bones to name a few, while also expanding our free-to-play portfolio and strengthening, and strengthening our brands to reach even more players. Not surprising. Okay, I apologize, and I think I muted uh, the mic. Just bear with me for a moment. Hopefully, it didn't. Uh, it, it happened towards the end because I don't believe I touched the mic beforehand. But let's see. Just bear with me as I do this again. I found out where I left off at, and it stinks. <laughs> okay, so bear with me as I, I guess, open up these new stories and figure out. Not figure out, but get everything situated. Bear with me. Let's see. So the last thing we left off at was Ubisoft. Let's see. Recently closed.
best thing to do is go to Discord and see. Problem is that as I have everything organized, my Discord is not organized. Okay, let's see. Yeah, let's do it this way. Recently closed. Literally after I was drinking coffee, the mic muted. I don't know if I talked about the PlayStation or something. Okay, I think I got it. It'd be here. Okay, let me go back to the VOD. Let's see. Yep, so I found out where, where I left that part. The controllers. All right, so we're gonna kind of do a brief summary of what we discussed earlier that that this mic was probably muted, but yeah. All right, with this, we have two new controllers, Midnight Black and Cosmic Red. You could pre-order them now. They will be arriving next month. And let's go into the pre-orders. There should be a $5 price difference. Let's see. The Cosmic Red is $74.99 and the Midnight Black is $69.99. And the Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Wrath of the Druids DLC is now available. It's the first major expansion for the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And is out for all platforms, I guess. Uh, it starts in Ireland. And you get you will forge alliances with Gaelic Kings, Conquer Forbidding Ring a fort and delve into the mystery behind an ancient druid uh, uh, druidic cult known as the children of Dino. Wrath of the Druids adds a beautiful myth-steeped open-world region to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, encompassing Dublin and three Irish provinces where 
Ivor embarks on a quest to unite Ireland's warring factions at the behest of the High King Flan Cena. And adds new abilities, skills, and weapons to Ivor's arsenal as uh, as you get to battle the children of Donum along with this new Irish enemy factions. Not to mention more than a few mythical creatures. Players can wield and dual wield sickles in combat and deploy new abilities, include smoke bomb arrows and Irish hounds that can be summoned to attack enemies. Ooh, that looks good. Can't wait. Alright, so we're going to move on to. To Blizzard will showcase new PvP Overwatch maps and a special and even info on Overwatch 2 and a special 5th anniversary livestream on May 24th. So I'm definitely looking forward to what they announce as well as the new updates. We, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but we have, excuse me, Final Fantasy 14 and Walker, the DLC. Is the fourth expansion pack for Final Fantasy XIV Online. Endwalker features the climax of the Hydrellan and, Zo- and Zodiac story in which Warriors of Light will encounter an, ever, uh, an, an even greater calamity than ever before as they travel to the far reaches of the, Hy- the Hydrellan and even to the moon. In addition to bringing the long-running story or arc that began with a realm reborn to its conclusion, Endwalker will mark a new beginning for the new beloved MMO, setting the stage for new adventures that longtime fans and new players alike can enjoy together. Alright. And that's essentially it. Let's go on to Raider Mail. If you want to send us Raider Mail, here's how. If you want to know your feedback, your thoughts, if any questions that you may have for us by sending us Raider Mail. On our Discord server, leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to readermail at impactplay.com. Who knows, it may even be featured on a future episode or even a special readermail segment of the show. So, thank you guys so much for making the impact play a part of your day. If you wish to join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord in chat now. Guys, we are trying to unlock subs over on Twitch, and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believe will benefit from the show. Hit that follow button, hit that notification bell so you, will be so you will be notified when we do go live. Or even when we do our live playthroughs. So you can join us then. Just help us level up the show to where we know where we can... Or to, where, to new heights where we know where we can take this. We're trying to bring on more guests onto the show from a variety of backgrounds. So not only game developers, people in the gaming space. We're reaching out to people in the entertainment space sports, athletes, and even artists in the music space as well. So leave us a review if we just already on your favorite platform. Thank you guys so much. And if you guys want to support us even further, join us on Patreon. We have a Patreon page that is that is set up now with benefits that, that even more benefits that, that you can uh, provide even more value for you guys. Over on patreon.com backslash the impact play. Or even if you guys want to go up a, go a step further to support us even more, we have merch on merch.streamelements.com backslash the impact plane. Thank you guys so much. Have a great one. And until next time, we'll see you all on the post show.